please note that this story does contain some graphic imagery. It's 1994, and Kai Naji is 18 years old, and he's hanging out with friends. Downtown Jerusalem, it's always bustling, lots of people there. There was a number of clubs, the underground, and the rock bar. Kai is at the rock bar and is in fine form. I had quite a lot to drink at the time. Pretty uh, intoxicated at the moment. Then from his bar stool, he hears what sounds like a celebration in the streets. Out of the blue, I heard, it sounded like firecrackers. He goes to the doorway to check it out. Where moments ago, it was bustling with people, there was absolutely nobody there. It looked like a ghost town. There were tables turned over on the side, chairs upside down. There was absolutely nobody around. The rock bar looks out in a plaza, and there, 10 feet away, is a lone figure with a machine gun. He had an AK-47, and he had a red bandana. This is not an Israeli soldier. Across the plaza, a civilian runs across the street to escape the gunfire. And the guy turned the gun and shot him. My mind was racing. And then the guy turned around and looked me in the eye. When he looked me in the eye, I knew that I was the target. And he pointed the gun at me. And I was like, oh, my God. So I just spun around. And as I spun around, bullets started flying all around me. I literally felt a bullet fly by my ear. And then I'd run, and there were all these people lying in front of the doorway. I just stepped all over these people to get right out the back door. I turned to my right, and I saw stairs going up. From the gunfire, Kime can tell the gunman is moving from the plaza down the alleyway that leads to the back of the bar. The only way out is up. So I ran up these stairs. At the top of the stairs, there's a uh, really small area, and there was probably like 10, 12 people, extremely vulnerable, like very scared, talking in very in, in, in like silent whispers because you didn't want to give your place away. Kaim is the last man that can possibly fit in this nook next to an apartment doorway. One man is lying down, silently gritting his teeth in pain. And there was this one guy who was shot through the leg, um, and he was spurting blood. With every heart pump, his blood was just coming out of his leg. He had an artery that was shot, and so I took off my belt and tied a tourniquet around his leg to try and stem the bleeding. Kaim stops the bleeding, but then... The shooting got much louder at that point. Bang, bang, bang. And I realized that one stray bullet, and I'm dead. So I climbed up on top of this gate. They were telling me, where are you going? Why are you doing that? What are you doing? You're crazy. And then pulled myself over the, over the gutter and onto the roof. So I climbed up on the roof, kind of had a bird's eye view of the entire scene. From the roof, Kime figures it out. There are two gunmen, one in the alleyway and another in the plaza. The gunman in the plaza is shooting an AK-47 up at a civilian on a balcony. The civilian has a handgun and is shooting back down at the gunman. And there, standing in the middle of the plaza, is one confused American tourist. There was one American guy who was just shell-shocked, and he was standing there. Um, Bullets were flying everywhere, and this guy was just standing there, spacing out, like, running around. Israeli soldiers come streaming up the street, and one of them knocks the American to the ground out of the line of fire. He put his foot on his head to hold him down, and he started to shoot at the terrorist. This was just amazing. The guy took bullet after bullet after bullet from a fully automatic assault rifle and, and, and didn't fall. And then he stopped. He took out, like, 
grenades and started throwing grenades. And not one of those grenades blew up. Um, but what happened was then the soldiers just put it into fully automatic and just riddled him with bullets. Within moments, both gunmen are stopped. One of them was shot and killed right in front of the rock bar, and the other one was shot and killed in the alleyway. The two gunmen were part of Hamas, and the group released a video claiming responsibility for the attack. Even though Kaim was spared, others were not so fortunate. They kept pulling the wounded people out from all their different hiding places all over the place. Unfortunately, two people were killed. Um, one was uh, a soldier, a female soldier, off-duty and just um, was there at the time. And another one was uh, an Israeli Arab who was walking with his wife. After it's over, Kaim goes back to the scene. I remember climbing down and actually went back into the rock bar, which had been completely abandoned. There was absolutely nobody there. And um, I desperately needed a cigarette, and there was a pack of non-filtered cigarettes on the table. And I picked that up, smoked that pack down as if there was uh, no tomorrow. (laughs) As his nerves calm down, he realizes this is his wake-up call. It just doesn't make sense that a guy with a Kalashnikov rifle and fully automatic doesn't kill you from 10 feet. It definitely made me realize that I have to do something with my life, that that my life was not snuffed out at that moment, so there was a purpose for me living and a purpose for me being. I don't think it changed my worldview. You know, terrorist acts had happened before, and they've happened since, unfortunately, Um, but it definitely uh, changed me personally. I had to find a purpose for living. At the time, I didn't really have one, but I had to find a purpose for living. So he tries to take meaning from the event, and he finds it. I eventually uh, went back to my roots, and I became Orthodox. Um, in the Jewish tradition, when, there, when you're saved from something, when a miracle occurs for you, you give a blessing at the place that you were saved, and I have no doubt that God, God saved me then. I was just there uh, two years ago, and um, I went with my wife, and... Um, I say a blessing of thanks for being still here. Today, Kaim lives a sweet life with his wife and four children in Passaic, New Jersey. That story was produced by Mark Ristich with sound design by Pat Masidi Miller. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.